I'm Dean Jackson. He's Joe Polish. And this is the I Love Marketing Podcast. It's Dean Jackson and Joe Polish, and that's Amazing. it. Amazing, we're done. We're done that's with it. this that's episode awesome. of okay. I Love Marketing. Good so night, everybody. The I'm just, the uh, so I don't get fined. Yeah, um, we did the last episode on what we got out of the Abundance 360 event, and I've had lots of people right. personally. Tell me that was a really interesting episode. I was driving in my car on the way. That to... was a really interesting event. Yeah, totally. And well, here's the deal. I was on my way. It was my birthday week uh, this last week, and uh, I'm uh, you know, I'm becoming an old man. And I was driving I to uh, Tucson for the Tucson Gem Show, which is really cool. And I bought um, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of neat things there. I mean, it's like one of the largest gem shows in the world. And I never thought, you know, what, what you go to a gem show, what, you know, I don't make beaded jewelry and that sort of stuff. But there's like so many things there that are so amazingly cool. And I bought some really awesome art, bought some rocks, of course, because there's big rocks and petrified wood and all kinds of cool things. Because I have a new yeah. house I'm going to be moving into soon that I've been remodeling forever. And while I was driving there, you know, we did that episode, and I want to mention a restaurant that we went to there, me and my girlfriend, which is an Ethiopian restaurant called Cafe Desta, C-A-F-E as in cafe, and Desta, D-E-S-T-A. It's an Ethiopian restaurant, and I it was so darn good, and the service was so amazing that uh, we ate there twice. It, it was so good. So if you ever wow. go to Tucson, Arizona, go there. Tell them you heard about it from Joe Polish at ilovemarketing.com, the podcast, because I don't know if these owners will ever listen to this stuff. But, uh, you know, it would be cool if anyone went down there and told them they heard about the place there. But I, I really think you will love it. The food is just amazing. Got you know, We're looking at places and you know, really high reviews on Yelp. So that was cool. So I took a picture of their little postcard, and it's, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Vegan, gluten-free options if you want. If you want to eat meat, you can eat meat, whatever. But it's good. So that's one thing. The second thing I wanted to talk about, because we're going to do something special on this episode. What are we going to do, Dean? This is one of my favorites, Yellow Pages Roulette. (laughs) Okay. That's the new Yellow Pages right here. It's so funny. You know, it's like... I kind of have to laugh because it's like only our people, <laughs> only our people around the world, the people who I love marketing resonates with, get excited when the Yellow Pages arrives at their house. Uh, yes, well, and here's the thing. Even if you think the Yellow Pages are obsolete, it's a great model for just picking something up flipping the pages, landing on something, and talking about what they could do better because the same thing could be, you know, website roulette or Facebook page roulette or, you know, pick a freaking distribution category yeah. online or offline. Right. Yellow pages are just, uh, you know, I really like yellow pages because you, you're still talking about people that are committing for, you know, either an entire year or in some situations, you know, there's some yellow pages that come out every six months. But for the most part, it's a year. 
And a lot of people say, oh, you know, yellow pages don't work. And certainly me having taught more carpet cleaners and probably more service businesses than most marketers on the planet how to promote and market service businesses, uh, I certainly am a big fan of uh, offline uh, advertising, space advertising, you know, be it in newspapers, be it direct mail, be it postcards, be it, uh, you know, be it whatever. Uh, yellow pages still work. And the funny thing is, is the most effective methods of marketing in yellow pages, uh, even as much information that is out there, like in the carpet cleaning industry, it's so rare that I even see people doing it anymore. Uh, because you know they just get distracted, and they you know, one one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest mistakes people have make with marketing, and myself included. I mean, is you you know have a working wheel, and it's working, it's functioning, it's bringing in revenue, and for some reason you you, you get sick of your own advertising, or you forget to do something, and you, and you go off into other things. I mean, I think. It's like ADD applied to generating business, where you have something that's really working, uh, and you, you know you just quit doing it. And that's so prevalent in you know what I've seen with past methods that I've taught thousands of people, and they you know they don't do it anymore. And the ones that do, you know, and it's funny because there was a Facebook post the other day on one of our Piranha marketing pages uh, for carpet cleaners and like all of these people that, uh, you know, I've done business with for years, you know, posted about, you know, how they're still doing stuff. You know, one one person actually sent me an email saying, you know, the things that I learned from you years ago are still how we, how I've built and grown this business. So anyway, we're going to play Yellow Page Roulette. And, and no matter what sort of business you're in, I think you're going to listen to it for, you know, what you can learn and apply to yourself because many things are formulaic. But before we do that, I, I have this little thing. And if I, if I ever forget to, that, I, that I talked about one of these, um, companies, Dean, I want you to remind me, but I, I have this uh, little thing in Evernote called Magic Moments. And I'm just taking, you know, I make notes of things that, that I think are either good experiences that I had, and I want to talk about them and yeah. share them with everyone. And so that's why I talk right, right, about right. the Cafe Desta. Another thing, on my sure. birthday, uh, Ben Gamble, who is the sales manager, uh, I think that's the title he uses, over at Montalusia Resort, the Omni Montalusia um, Resort in Paradise Valley, Scottsdale. Um, it's really in Paradise Valley, but I think they say Scottsdale in their advertising. Uh, it's where I'm holding my Genius Network annual event in October next year. If you want details, geniusnetworkevents.com. And this is where the, you know Google Zeitgeist uh, held their event. That's where I went and you know had dinner with sitting next to Eric Schmidt and you know a bunch of friends and things like that up there and where I met Larry Page and all that jazz. And so they hold the same hotel, beautiful hotel, really nice resort. And they actually gave me a birthday uh, dinner. I not just me, but I went there with like twelve friends, including Sean Stevenson and Dr. Alan Christensen, who I actually went. Um, mountain climbing with today i've ne- I've never li- literally rappelled down a mountain and i actually did that this morning it's been a long ass day uh but <laughs> we, we had funny yeah i sent you videos you saw well, the I view. Sent me that little video. Yeah, yeah. saying about tonight's uh podcast that we're going to record we're recording this at night even no matter what part of the world you're listening to this on and they literally like 
that's like a magic moment for me. You know, you're going to do business with this company. They're just really freaking cool. And and so I, they were like, oh, yeah, come for a birthday dinner because Ben actually went hiking with us. I met him, you know, hiking the other day with, uh, you know, some friends. And, you know, he's like, oh, come for, you know, come for dinner. And I, it ended up being 12 people, you know, Eunice Miller, who as of next month will have been my personal assistant for 20 years. Can you believe it that Eunice, my office wow. angel, has been with me for 20 years next month? <laughs> I mean, what That's a lucky crazy. girl. What a lucky. No, she's awesome, and I'm so lucky to have her. And so I show up with 12 people. I remember, they just, when she, uh, I remember when she started, when she was 11 with you. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, she still looks like she's in her 20s. I mean, it's I know. So, so basically, you know, it, it was an incredible dinner. They're awesome. They have a beautiful spot, just a really cool place. So if you ever. Like want to stay at an awesome place or have a great dinner. If you're in the Phoenix Scottsdale area, go to uh, go to the Monte Lucia Resort. Monte, you know, it's spelled like Monte M O N T E Lucia L U C I A. It's an Omni Hotel now, and check it out. So, so, so that's it. And then the final magic moment thing. I want to. This is the power of copy. Since we're going to get into Yellow Page Roulette, we're going to go over you know a couple ads. I don't know how many we'll cover, but basically, I saw this packaging for Tweezer Man slant tweezers, stainless steel, and you know you're talking Ooh. tweezers, and we know the power of copy, the power of emotional words. <laughs> and where this was brought up for me is there was this article about a particular stone at the at the gem show in this gem show magazine, and it was. Uh, you know, I don't have it in front of me. I tried to find where the book was because I had it in the back of my 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 you know SUV, and I don't know what the hell happened to it. But anyway, there was talking about this stone and how it has just you know healing energy powers and all this stuff. And I showed it to this lady saying, "Do you sell this stone?" And she's like, "No, that stone actually comes in different names." But you know, basically, I know that writer because he kind of writes in a real sensationalized way. He makes things, oh yeah, you know, seem more like powerful than, than maybe they are. And she was explaining this to me, not knowing what I do for a living. And I'm sitting there myself, oh, he's just using probably really powerful copy to really make this, this rock seem like something amazing. So, you know, who knows if he was full of shit or not. But it was just funny to me. And so here's this package of, of, of tweezers, and it says, high-definition brows, famous precision for expert brow shaping, slanted tip for perfect grip, hand-filled to grab every hair, unmatched quality, smooth performance, and then on the back of it, tweezer man. Limited. Slant Tweezer. Tweezer Man's world-famous tweezer. Positively the finest general-use tweezers in the world. Top eyebrow artists always recommend our original award-winning slant for expert brow shaping. The perfectly aligned... Eyebrow artists. Now, now, first off, in award-winning, I don't even know, have you ever heard of giving away awards for for uh, tweezers? But nonetheless, so just listen to this, though. The perfectly aligned, hand-filled tips are slanted to grab every hair every time with the smoothest, true precision, and stainless steel with enamel color finishes. Now, they have a guarantee. Now, I want to stop for a minute. And now let me let me kind of go through this, Dean, and then I want your commentary and how this applies to every single person that's listening to this podcast right now is if you're selling okay. tweezers, that's not that damn exciting. But if you're going to sell tweezers, freaking like you know, I mean, make it talk about own how it. awesome they are, right? Yeah, own it exactly. And so they have a guarantee. But here's what I found really funny: there was a sticker on top of their normal guarantee, and. You know, I, I don't know why, but maybe they decided to make it better, and I couldn't get the damn thing off. I literally bought this box of tweezers. I'm like, this is freaking great. So it says, famous implements, famous guarantee. 
Uh, we fully stand behind our beauty tools and guarantee the performance. We offer free sharpening services for as long as the implement can be sharpened with no outbound shipping or handling charges and no processing fee. Visit www.tweezerman.com for further information about our free sharpening and guarantee. And then it says security-enabled device. All right, so there you go. But anyway, I just thought that, you know, that's just a damn good way to promote tweezers. So what are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, we'll really. get into Yellow Page Roulette. <clears throat> well, I, I think it's the same thing that, um, you know, we talk about amplifying your, you know, what you've got. I think when your enthusiasm goes a long way. I actually was, I shot a video one time when I'm in Toronto at the Four Seasons. There's a cafe that's right around the corner from um, from the Four Seasons there, right across the street from Sassafras, where you and I have gone, Joe. And it's called Zaza. And this guy, Rossi, is just the most, uh, you know, enthusiastic guy. And there's something about, there's something disarming about enthusiasm, you know? And I think that that's, you can do that in copy. You can do that in the way that you greet people. I mean, in the summer, you know, the doors are open uh, to the place right out to the sidewalk. And he's, you know, it's in Yorkville and, and people are walking by and he's yelling out, ciao, Bella. All the girls that walk by, you know, he's like calling out to them and people just expect it. You know, you come to like look forward to this enthusiastic greeting from Rafi. And uh, I think it's just kind of funny when you think about like, you know, you're saying tweezers, how exciting can it be? But somebody was actually enthusiastically writing about these tweezers. And and you gotta think, believe in your stuff like that. You gotta be excited about it. Otherwise, it's just you're just selling glop, like you say. You know. Yeah. No. Exactly. And if and if you you know if you can't if you can't get excited about what it is you're selling, then of course the question becomes, <laughs> right. well, wh- why are you doing it? But then let's say that you know, look, we're we're in the hanger business. We we sell steel hangers or we're whatever. But but the bottom line is, other people need to buy these things, and if they're going to look at options, especially if you're in anything that is going to be commoditized, and if you listen to our last episode. Uh, about Peter Diamandis. And by the way, I'm interviewing tomorrow Peter Diamandis with Dan Sullivan. Maybe we'll put that episode up. At, we're doing it for 10xtalk.com, but maybe we'll put it as a bonus episode or something for well, I, I Love Marketing. Yeah. 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 But, you know, the, the, if you have not listened to our last episode, you'll very much see that the whole entire industry, uh, you know, in, in many industries is just dematerializing and being disrupted. And, yeah. You know, so you, like David Ogilvy said, you cannot bore people into buying. And if you want people right. to buy what it is you're selling, you need to infuse enthusiasm into it. That's what hype is. Now, people can take yeah. it too far. You know, I mean, even when I read these tweezers thing, you know, they're, but they're not doing anything unethical. They're 100% guaranteeing, you know, what it is they're selling here. And, you know, I'm right. sure if you didn't like the tweezers based on their free sharpening, if you sent them the tweezers and say, I don't like these, they'd probably give you a new pair, give your money back. And so the, the right. point is, you know, that's, that's enthusiasm. And as, as my friend Dave Kekich says, enthusiasm covers many deficiencies. And so if you're not the very best in the world in all areas from price to, you know, speed of service to quality or whatever, if you can infuse in 
enthusiasm into what it is you're making or the service that you're delivering. That's what some people want. I mean, I like to do business with people that I like. And so it doesn't matter if it's a product or if it's a service or if they're dealing with, you know, you know I, I mean, I went to a restaurant last night. Uh, you know, I'm half tempted to, 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 to say their name, but I won't. And it was, just a, it was a horrible experience, like at the end. I mean, mm. they, were, they were out of uh, food for like several different people. I was at a big table with my girlfriend and a, and a gal named Busy Gold, who invented booty yoga, B-U-T-I yoga. She's going to be a rock star. And we're all out at dinner. And my girlfriend owns a fitness studio. And, you know, so all these is me with a bunch of yoga gals. And so, like, three of them ordered different meals. And this restaurant was out of all of the different things that they were ordering, like out of fish, out of steak for one person. And it's I'll like, have the fish. That sounds delicious. I'm so <laughs> And it's funny. And they're okay, like out well, of stuff. And, and then, but, but then the service was like lame. And this was a really expensive restaurant. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, and I was like thinking, how, you know, how do you run out of this much inventory? And, uh, I mean, it's a well-known restaurant. I'm like, oh, unbelievable. So, I'll ne- you know, I'll never go back there again. Not not just for that. I'm just not even going to go into the whole thing because, I, you know, part yeah, of me is I mean, resistant about bad-mouthing that. You know, if, they, if it was... If it was, you know, someone was incredibly rude, I would name their name and all that stuff. But this was just flat-out right. competence and that sort of thing. But I mean, it, you don't want to call somebody out, but it rhymes with yak in the box. I mean, <laughs> definitely not yak in the box. All right, so that, that's the deal. Let, let's let's get let's get into uh, yellow page roulette. The moment you've all been waiting for. I'm very excited about it. Well, you're so, in control of it too. Just, I love it. Well, as as it should be, but it's completely. I think we're mutually in control of this. That I have in my possession, I'm holding in my hands right now, the 2015-2016 Pulp County Yellow Pages and Business White Pages. So we have between the number one and five hundred and. 54. There's 554 pages of yellow pages here filled with people trying to get you to choose them over everybody else in every category you can think of. So I think here's how we do it, Joe. You have not seen this yellow pages. Is that correct? No, it's not. It's nowhere near me. And so I have not seen this yellow pages. Have we discussed manipulating this in any way no i swear we said anything about it i have no idea what number you're going to choose do i no there's no way i could know is there i mean we could be lying through our teeth i guess but no that's not going to be happening which we're not right right so you're uh you have free will to choose any number between one and 554 the way the game works we will open to that page I will see what the category is, and we will talk about how to apply the eight profit activators to whatever business falls on that page. We may get to do two or three of these. Or maybe okay, we'll, find well, let's do it. Well, hurry up. Right, page, page 47. Hurry up. What are you, you're rushing it already. Yeah, 47. Go. Okay. And begin. Page 47 is attorneys. Oh, Jesus. Now, do we even want to help? Oh, do we even want to help? It's pretty funny, you know. There's um, so I see some of my uh, some of my buddies here, my 
my golf buddies. You actually you you golf at the tournament. Well, here's the thing. Like one thing that I you know, I learned I learned from Gary Halbert that uh, that an attorney how a, an attorney really makes their money in most cases. I know a lot of attorneys. Uh, I've I've a couple like dear friends that are really cool deal pro deal making attorneys and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've met a lot of really horrendous attorneys who just are mm-hmm. like sco- scoundrels. Uh, you know, so they a lot of them have earned the reputation that some attorneys have. But uh, but an attorney in most cases makes their money. Uh, you know, well, they're they're milking money out of misery, and they usually make money where there's some sort of misery that is happening, mm. and that's why a lot of uh, attorneys and you know, I think the world would be far better served with certain people that weren't attorneys. But anyway, so let's talk about a profession that I'm obviously sounding like I'm bad mouthing. Although there are great attorneys, like there are great people in all businesses, and then there's many that suck, just like there are in all businesses. So for all of our mm-hmm. friends out there, just hopefully you find humor in what I just said. I got a really good uh, lawyer joke too, but we won't go there yet. Maybe we will, but they might. Whatever. <laughs> so all right, pick pick it. You got how many ads are on that page? Well, that's funny. So there are uh, there's there's two on this. You know, the lawyers are famous for going with the. Uh, Half page is like the starting thing here. So are there any guy, full pages? Are there any full pages? Like if you go, oh yeah, back. there's lots. It's all either full page or or uh, they're all full page or half page ads. We seem to be in the injured and the bankruptcy section of the attorneys uh, on page forty-seven here. So ah, ambulance chasers and that, so, okay. So well, so here's one. So we got Clark and Washington. LLC, and they are telling us that bankruptcy is our only business. Chapter 13 is $310, and Chapter 7 is $195 initial filing fee. That's what they say right there. So it's really interesting when you start to think about the psychology of this um, mindset, you know, of of being a bankruptcy attorney. So let's say that you are a bankruptcy attorney because the point of this is not to necessarily talk about their creating a better Yellow Pages ad for them, but how would we think about knowing, you know, taking what we know, taking the eight profit activators before, during, after, applying that to a bankruptcy attorney? What would be our what would be our first step there? Well, selecting a what would you? Yeah. So what? Well, who am I? Who am I trying to select? What type of what type of person? Exactly. All right. How? What would you? What would you think of? So I I think the same thing. I mean, so we've got it right here that it's um, somebody who's going through uh, bankruptcy. Now that would be somebody that is an invisible prospect, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody who you're not. It's not. Like we're trying to attract um, bankruptcy attorneys, which are visible prospects, because we can get a list of them right now, and we can go right to them. But somebody who is um, somebody who is going through an imminent bankruptcy or considering bankruptcy is, for the most part, an invisible prospect. Now you can get things that are uh, there are clues. There are things that would lead you to, um, you know, believe that somebody's headed down the path 
of um, bankruptcy. Could be, you know, low selecting our, our single target market, somebody who's got, um, you know, lots of debt, somebody who has probably already gotten behind and over their head on stuff. So their credit score is probably already going to be very low. So you could find them like that because part of it is thinking, you know, how do we, how do we find these people, right? But if somebody's looking in the yellow pages, if we bring it to that, if we've chosen the yellow pages as our, um, as our vehicle, and where we're going to get our, our message out there, what is the message that would be compelling to the people who are looking in the yellow pages? What are, what are they actually looking for? You know, that's how I would start is thinking about what's well, the yeah, conversation they're, they're, going on in their head right now. They're looking for an escape. They're looking for an umbrella. They're looking. They're looking for a you know a lot of things. Let me say this too, though. If someone's looking in the yellow pages, then that is someone that probably will most likely contact you by telephone, okay? Because they're not mm-hmm. looking for you on the internet, okay? Mm-hmm. And so, so again, now people they hear this till they're blue in the face, and a lot of people have said this to me, you know, when I talk about, and you too, when we talk about free recorded messages, or we talk about like calling, having a helpline where people can call in, and God forbid, a real oh, person yeah. answers, you know, not an email or a website or any of that. Um, but but like a real human being or a 24-hour free recorded message. And I mean, even though we have proven this over and over again, even in today's day and age, uh, that 24-hour free recorded messages in the right application work like crazy, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I can immediately, you know, go into and, you know, jump right ahead to what's the ad, what's the, the, the call to action. But, you know, I mean, like the thing that I would fall back on in that is, you know, a warning ad. You know, warning. You know, don't. You know, don't hire any bankruptcy attorney till you listen to this pre-recorded message. Call any time for the first day. And, you know, and, and they would call, and they would literally have a non-threatening educational message, sifting, sorting, and screening the type of prospect that that particular attorney is best to serve, and that sort of thing. But I want to point something out beforehand, and in any. Any bankruptcy attorney, any dog trainer, anyone for whatever reason that understands who their prospect is, and many business owners don't, even though they may have been in business for 20 plus years, you know, that person is in an embarrassing situation. They have, there's no yeah. joy in calling a bankruptcy attorney. Nobody wants, it's not like going to dinner or going to a movie or looking for something like, you know, let's hire a clown for the birthday party out of the yellow pages. This, <laughs> this, this is about like a really delicate situation. Most people that are in debt or in that situation is an enormous amount of stress uh, in their life. They could be not only having money problems, but that affects every aspect. You know, they could be losing their home. They could be having, you know, a, a marriage, uh, you know, crumbling. I mean, there's a whole variety of things. You know, they can't send their kids to school. I mean, there could be a whole variety of life situations that are, you know, ripple effects of this bankruptcy thing. More of a reason to have a non-threatening way to educate people on what you do and how you do it versus they call you up and think they're going to talk to the shark who's just going to try to get their money because everyone's trying to get money at that particular situation. And a lot of these people made very poor decisions 
and a lot of people are going to lose money as a result of their, you know, be it poor decisions or they got sick or whatever, you know, some things that are, you know, unintentional. Because um, I know many people that have gone bankrupt that were really good people that had really bad things happen to them. So, you know, it's it's that sort of stuff. So knowing that is the prospect that you're you're with, you know, for everyone listening, if you're not in that type of business, say you're all of the people you're dealing with are just really super excited looking for something, then they're, you know, looking in your category of business and they're you're just one option and you're trying to position yourself. The point is, is the number one thing is understand the mindset of the person that you're dealing with. That's why, you know, one of the reasons I was and, and still do is so helpful with professional carpet and upholstery cleaners and restoration companies is I was one of them. I, I know what keeps them up at three in the morning. I mean, I understand the mindset of those people. Mm-hmm. I understand the mindset of very successful book authors and speakers and people that coach for a living because, you know, I, I'm in that business. So I, I understand what these people, you know, what goes through their heads. So whatever business you're in, you know, once you kind of know who that person is, and you've identified that, then what's the mechanism of how you're going to reach them? So anyway, you can talk a lot to this, Dean, but I just wanted to say all that because it's really important in the very beginning. No, you're, you're right on track. You're absolutely right on track. And so I look at this, you know, we've, we've gone through this. We realize that they're invisible. We realize that they're coming to the yellow pages. And, um, you know, I, I would then go to profit activator number two is what's the thing that we could offer won't be compelling to them to uh, get them just to identify themselves. See, our top priority right now is not to convince them to choose us to help them with their bankruptcy. Our top priority is to get them to become visible. And so I always sacrifice convincing for focusing on compelling and you know it 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 makes something that that compelling you know we talk about more cheese less whiskers i want to be completely just outwardly focused get them feeling like this is a safe place for them to get all the information that they need and um there's something really pretty interesting about the psychology of answering people's questions in a way that's not overt. And by that, I mean, so often people um, immediately jump to things where they have an FAQ page that is very clearly loaded, you know, like loaded so that the questions that they're answering are setups for them to answer in a way that's going to shape it so that they're convincing you to do business with, uh, with them, you know? And right. so I, I think that what would be really um, my approach about this is to understand that people probably have questions about bankruptcy and have questions about, and maybe even doubts or, or if, is this the right thing for them? You know, they're kind of at the end of their rope and I've had a lot of success in the mortgage business with refinancing by I I came across these words that seem to act like magic words and the words are how to know when it makes sense to refinance and that seems to be the driving question that people have if they haven't 
already refinanced. And it's kind of counter to the message that most mortgage uh, brokers are pushing, which is trying to just hammer people into refinancing, right? Saying now's the time, rates have never been lower, blah, 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 all that stuff, just trying to convince them to refinance. But nobody was addressing the reason that somebody may not have refinanced because they don't know when it makes sense. So I think that might be a, a great application here. No, no, I, I agree. Like, 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 you know, s- seven things you must consider before bankruptcy, you know, because uh, you t- use the takeaway. Because I mean, you know, people looking for a bankruptcy attorney, they, of course, the bankruptcy attorney is like, yeah, let's, you know, we're going to deal with that. But the, the reality is, you know, uh, I mean, a person would probably love to not have to declare bankruptcy in many situations, but they have they have no clue how to go about it. Right. And I, so I think that kind of thing is even having it look like a news, like a public service type of thing that would say, um, you know, a free recorded message and then have that how to know when it makes sense to file bankruptcy. And maybe think about what would be the questions that they have, right? What the difference between um, you know, the different types of bankruptcy or how much it costs to actually file for bankruptcy or those kind of questions that people might have. But if I could just get them to call and listen to a free recorded message and maybe have answers to those kind of questions on different extensions, even if you make the ad seem like a um, you know, a public service directory for uh, bankruptcy information. Hey, hey hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. I want yeah. to say something to what you're saying, uh, okay, okay? Because this is, this is a real critical point. So when you're saying, you know, make it look like a public service uh, thing, I don't want me- people to misconstrue this. The reality is, make it a public service thing. Make it well, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't want people to say like, oh, you're really not giving a public service thing, but you're making it no, look no, that no. way. I mean, it, you know, provide a public service. I mean, one of the things that I, when I started running free recorded messages on how to choose a carpet cleaner, I had seven questions, ask a carpet cleaner before you invite him into your home, eight mistakes uh-huh. before you when choosing a carpet cleaner, six costly misconceptions, things I've said a million times if anyone's listened to all these yeah, right. different episodes. But the fact is, if someone never hired me, I taught them how to choose a professional cleaner. And if people around the country listen to any of the free recorded messages that are based on the way that I teach cleaners and restorers how to use education-based marketing, they are literally teaching people how to make an informed, intelligent decision. And if you're an attorney, you can be a total scumbag and fleece people and totally slant it towards you or whatever. Um, and, and, And those people, like, Honestly, like I, I, I dislike any business that does that sort of stuff, and and I, I you know, I just because it's just not the way that I would treat people. There are many people that know how to guide and direct people, and if you're the one that is offering that information, they're going to have trust and report with you. So as you say that, I just don't want anyone to think like, oh, you're trying to fake it or you're trying to do. I mean, if no, you're going to use an advertorial ad that looks like an article. Yeah, I don't have any ethical problem with that. Just make sure what you're writing in there is actually useful and compelling and helpful, and it's going to guide people because that, you know the best way that so I you, learned how to yeah, they're saying the best way I learned how to sell something to people is to educate them on how to make a buying decision. Well, absolutely, and you know you'd say that that, uh, and I I naturally take this approach of um, you know imagine if the yellow pages paid you to put in 
this public service hotline for people to educate them about the uh, about the process of bankruptcy. That's kind of the approach that um, I always come from in doing any kind of print ads. I mean, we've talked about the the amazing nine word email um, ad that looks like an article. And the whole approach to that was to think, you know, what would I do if Success Magazine was paying to, uh, you know, for us to write that, to write the most valuable article in the magazine. And that that's a great thing to come from, is what would be a dream come true for people reading the Yellow Pages right now who are going through the decision of whether to file for bankruptcy. You're asking me what would be a dream come true? Or you're just yeah, saying, I'm saying thinking that's about the great, that's the great mindset to come from. That's the great place to start. You know, if, if here's your person, what would be a dream come true for them right now? If they, if they could just call and get the answers to their questions, if they could, you know, ease their mind, get kind of in a place where now it makes sense for them to um, identify themselves, you know, that's all we're really, that that's really the best thing that can come from um, an ad like this. Yes, exactly. And, that, and that's, a, that's a great question for everyone to ask themselves about whatever they're in. Mm-hmm. What would, be, what would be the best thing? What would be a dream come true for them for reading this uh, ad? So that, you know, then when you start looking at that, it's like um, you may offer something that in addition to the, the hotlines, uh, the recorded messages, you may offer a book. You know, a book is a great place to start or a, a directory or a guide or, um, you know, a um, something that they could leave their name and their contact information to get so that now you've got a way to engage with them, to engage in a dialogue and go through the whole conversational conversion process, you know? Yep, make them ask for something. Give them, it can come up with a widget that would be really helpful and really useful and think about, in the case of a person going through bankruptcy, what is it that would give them immediate value that they would want to have that they would call and listen to a free recorded message to find out information about and request it, or they would go visit a website and put their name and email in order to download it or to get more information. And that starts the follow-up process. Mm-hmm. But it's it a process that they the uh, calculator or some kind of worksheet or something that's going to give people an idea of how long it takes and what it's going to cost and what the timelines are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, yeah, how much how much more deeper you want to go with that one? I mean, I think it kind of. No, that's good. I think we I get think it the, covers uh, it. I think we get the idea there. Yeah. Roll and the so, dice again. Do it. So you want me to pick another page? Let's see here. How about... We can um, go... Uh, yeah. How about 222? 222. 222. You know, 22 is my lucky number. Now, how many pages is this? Is it like 500 and something you said? 500. And 
there's 554. Okay. 554 pages. So we've hit on uh, dentists. Oh. That's an interesting one because I have a very fun story about a dentist. And it it's really pretty interesting, actually. Um, I did some work with a dentist in Canada probably almost 20 years ago now. And we were, uh, you know, you look at all the dental Yellow Pages ads, and I always look at them, and, you know, you could be, uh, you could just change the phone numbers and names on all the ads, and nobody would notice any difference in the, uh, in the amount of calls that they get, because they're all the same, right? They're all the same thing. Um, they're all got the the name of the dentist in practice since whatever. Here's all the bullet points of the things we have. All that we've been in in business since then, accepting new patients. New patients welcome. I'm just looking at I'm looking at all the uh, different ones here, seeing the the different kinds. Insurance accepted. That's important for. Uh, the dentist, family dentistry, that seems to be a a common thing. Um, and, you know, it, it's really new patients welcome, emergencies welcome. That's an interesting one. Then uh, three or four people have their ad sort of shaped like a tooth, of course. That's uh, important if you're a dentist. And then you've got your name of your dental practice there. Um but here's the thing. This was the this was the mindset of going uh, in having these conversations with this dentist that I did the work with. Was you know she put in an ad, had a big you know um, three quarters of a page ad, and couldn't really tell um, exactly what was happening with the ad. You know she would get some some calls, but. She had, just like everybody else, all of the different types of, of dentistry that she did and, and um, you know, a picture of her logo and all that kind of stuff. And I said, you know, now this was back uh, before the Internet was really kind of taking off. So the Yellow Pages was a very relevant thing, a relevant place for people to actually find a dentist. But when you look at it, you know, if you're selecting – a single target market, who is the most likely person to be looking in the yellow pages for a dentist? What do you think? Someone that has a toothache. Someone that... Yeah, uh, some, that, you hit it on the head, didn't you? I mean, the <laughs> pain. Some kind They're in of pain. Dental emergency, right? Yeah. And so we took and I, I helped her create a less than a quarter of a page ad. It was like a eighth of a page. And it looked like a, um, a newspaper type of article. And it was black and just black and yellow, just like the black um, 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 ink and the, just the yellow page. But it said uh, the headline was, need a dentist right now. And that was the big, bold headline, like a newspaper article. And I don't remember exactly the words, but it was conversational, as if it was saying to somebody what you would say to them if you could 
pop off the page when they get to your page. You know, they need a dentist right now and they stop on your page and you would say, uh, if you're in a dental uh, emergency or you're in any kind of uh, dental pain right now and you'd like to see a dentist right away, um, call this phone number and we will uh, schedule you to, to come in and you'll be able to see a dentist uh, right away. That All of that kind of, of um, thing with just the focus on the highest probability person, right? Sacrificing all of these other things, sacrificing that you're not in that bullet list of family dentistry, accepting new patients, you know, uh, all families welcome, all those kind of things. It's just focused on the highest probability person who's looking through the yellow pages. And she got um, so many more calls from a eighth of a page that was completely focused than from her almost full page, three quarters of a page ad that she'd been running just like everybody else. You know, if you don't differentiate, if you're not selecting a single target market, you're not, um, you know, you're missing out. And I think it would be so much better off to focus on, uh, you know, rather than having a, a half page to have four quarter page ads for the four highest probability things that, you know, might be uh, people that might be looking in the, in the yellow pages, right? Yep. Exactly. If you're looking, you know, if you if because if you think about it, people new to town might be, um, um, you know, might be looking for a dentist in those uh, in those pages. Yep. Or it I mean, might be somebody who just wants to get a, a cleaning or something. You know, what would be the thing that would uh, that would jump out at them? You know, but by well, far. It was by far. It's the. It's the. I'm in pain. That's why people would go to the yellow pages and look for a dentist. You know. Well, if you look at a lot of the dental ads, they talk. You know, they want to make it. You know, nice and soft and fluffy and all that, and make it seem like a really you know wonderful place. And they can take up. I've seen you know dentist ads, <laughs> you know, with half of or three quarters of the ad taken up by a picture of them with the whole staff smiling. Oh yeah, you know, and and look, I mean, you know, if they look friendly, if you're going to use a picture, make sure it enhances the copy. But a, a picture of friendly people by themselves, you know, people when you know they want a pain pill, you know what I mean? And right. so, what is you know what is what is the headline that you're going to use you know are you in pain um in you know something like that and pulling mm -hmm. you know and, and pulling them in i mean why don't you kind of go through like the ada rule as it applies to advertising you know the whole attention interest desire action which is like a selling model that was used for many years and is still absolutely sure. relevant today Give yeah, your yeah. give your yeah, version you know, of that because this is kind of like writing an ad, and anyone that's an experienced marketer, I mean, you know, they they kind of get that, but a lot of people actually forget it as they apply it to websites, as they apply it to you know different forms of of media. But so, kind of 
speak to that a little because it, it applies to what's mm-hmm. being talked about here. Well, I've really been thinking about it a lot lately because, um, you know, it really does come down to that whole AIDA, right? Attention, interest, desire, and action. Now, um, those, the, the interesting thing is um, that I really look at Profit Activator 2 and Profit Activator 3 as a hard dividing line between um, that interest and building desire or, or decision. And uh, I look at it that, um, you know, I want people to just take action in Profit Activator 2 based on their own self-interest. That's what motivates people. That's what the jet stream of behavior is. You know, it's like getting into the already in motion momentum that people have by what their own thought process is. And so when you when you look at things like that, um, you know, you've got the uh, you've got all the um, opportunity in the world to just be selfless, to understand that this is not the only uh, chance that you have to influence somebody, right? Is you have the opportunity, if you do it right, to get them to just identify themselves so that now you've got a longer period of time to educate and motivate them to build desire. That's really what we're focused on in Profit Activator 3. And then in Profit Activator 4, when we're making your offer, that's about action. That's about getting them to take action. So you can move somebody pretty quickly through all of those stages, but you don't move on to the next stage until you have fully gotten the result that you need in the previous one, right? So we're not if we're not going to get somebody's interest if we don't get their attention, if they don't know about it, you know, but an attention means that you're in the right place. You've matched your um your your market to the media that you're using. So if you're trying to get in front of people who have a toothache, again, an invisible prospect, you have to be where they're going to be when that situation arises. You know, it's the same thing. It's like our um, Stop Your Divorce um, um, product at at StopYourDivorce.com. It's not about, you know, getting – a list of people who whose uh, spouse just told them that they want a divorce because you can't really get that list. Those are invisible prospects. It's about understanding that when their spouse does say to them that I want a divorce, that they're probably, if they don't want that divorce, going to go to Google and type in, how do I stop my divorce? You know, that is knowing, thinking like uh, a chess master, knowing where your audience is going to be and being there at just the right time. You know, so being in, in the right place at the right time, saying the right thing and making the right offer is really what that whole AIDA formula is about. 
um, you know, in in the modern world right now. You know, people say, well, that's kind of an old formula, but the reality is, the things that have changed are are the um, ability to communicate with people in lots of different ways now. You know, you can text with people, you can email with people, you can set up a website, you could, you know, there's so many different ways you can communicate. So it just makes sense to uh, take advantage of those. And the biggest advantage that you can have is to be able to engage in a dialogue with somebody. And the way that you engage in the dialogue with somebody is you get them to volunteer their contact information so that you can communicate with them. You, know, you can email with them. You can talk to them on the phone. Um, those are all sort of um, dialogue things that you can do only when you know who they are, especially if they're invisible prospects, you know? Like you're, I, I, I don't, I, I keep saying this distinction between visible and invisible and it make it does make a big difference because if you have visible prospects like carpet cleaners, Joe, for you or real estate agents, you know, what we, we came up focused on people who were visible prospects, you can choose some of them and you can you can choose to through a sequence direct mail campaign. You can go right to those people or you can advertise in the carpet cleaner magazine, the trade publication that they're all um, they're all reading. You know, there's easier, easy ways to get their attention, but what's going to get their interest is being something that resonates with the conversation that's already going on in their head right now. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like what what I'm trying to think of the, the the best thing to leave people with on this particular episode that they can I think if you actually picked up the yellow pages yourself and just started looking yeah. at it along with the eight profit activators. So if you went to ilovemarketing.com and downloaded the the report Breakthrough DNA and you read all of the eight profit activators, even if you read it before, but if yeah. you just looked at the if you've read it before and you just looked at what they are, like what are all the different profit activators and which are all broken up into the before, during and after unit of the business and of course most of what we're talking about here is the before unit because someone's advertising the yellow pages they're trying to actually get a client or a lead and i remember that this old velvet poster uh people can probably do a search on you know google and find this where it was like this velvet poster that they would sell in stores like spencer's and it was two buzzards that were sitting on like a branch and and one of them says to the other one you know patience my ass i'm going to kill something and a lot of people, they, 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 and if you just type in buzzards, patience, my ass, you know, uh, you, I'm sure you can find images of this. I, you know, I'm just saying this right now. But anyway, people on a wild uh, buzzard chase, goose chase. You know, but the thing is, a lot of people just want to make the sale immediately, and they're not patient, and so they don't want to learn this sort of stuff. But what they don't realize is that, you know, there's – a lot of waste with spending time with unqualified prospects. And if you do this sort of marketing, 
you're going to have people that if you're a dentist, by the time you sit down with that person, they are really ready to have you be their dentist. Uh, they are really qualified. And if they're in pain, they're going to show up in a much better mental position if you just do, I mean, little hinges swing big doors. And if you just tweak a couple little little things, it could make you know a gigantic uh, difference. And I think if you pulled out some yellow pages and looked at the eight profit activators and started noticing all of the things that people aren't you know aren't doing well, it will open up your mind to some of the things that you aren't doing well. Like as we're sitting here, I'd love to have someone like make this idea a reality. You know, we're talking about yellow pages, and I thought to myself, you know. Yelp pages, like you take Yelp.com, and a lot mm-hmm. of people go online. What if what if Yelp actually created a mechanism where they bought up all the yellow pages, or Google pages, where Google bought all the yellow pages, and but you couldn't advertise in there unless you already scored a certain amount of reviews that were four stars or above. And so instead of it would be like a new yellow pages for modern day people, where you could be like, oh, you know, not just the yellow pages where anyone could be like not a good company but just pay for ad space, but we have actually sifted, sorted, and screened the best companies that have the highest reviews, and now we have the Yelp pages. That would like destroy the Yellow pages in a lot of ways, and it would create another advertising hmm. mechanism for Google or for Yelp or for Angie's List or for whoever would do something like that where they could take their online businesses and make it offline just to add another revenue stream, and, and then it would tie into all of their you know, talk about Google picking up advertising from a bunch of people they currently don't have advertising from, which is how the company has built and grown itself. You know, people don't like marketers. I mean, how do you think any of these online companies from Facebook or anyone actually make their money? I mean, where's the revenue stream? It's from advertising. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 there, there's all kinds of ways to, to that you can look at it spinning this sort of stuff. But if you just sit down with Yellow Pages and you kind of go through it, you know, it's it's really hard sometimes for people to deal with their own marketing problems, and it's much easier to deal with other people's marketing problems and deal with your own. And by doing that, though, it'll actually make you a far better marketer and more aware in your own business. And, and if you're sitting going through the eight profit activators, this becomes like a checklist. You know, am I doing this? Am I doing this? Am I doing this? So as you hear this, you know, go to your website with the eight profit activators and take a look at it. Go to your Facebook page. Go to every place where you are advertising and say, do I have a headline? Am I identifying a, a target market? Am I, you know, really clear on what people are looking for here? Am I speaking to that sort of thing? And so that that would be my recommendation. Yeah, I'm. I you know, it's so funny. While you've been talking – um, you know, I've been looking through, just kind of flipping through the the pages. You know, I'm already I'm on page 303 right now, and I have yet to find what we would call a a direct response ad. You know, something that looks like news, something that looks not like every other ad in the yellow pages. You know, it's been. Uh, it's really interesting. I'm constantly amazed by it that, uh, you know, whenever I pick up, not even just the yellow pages, whenever I pick up any um, uh, any type of, of publication, I'm always looking to see, is anybody using um, direct response 
is there anybody who's even thinking outwardly focused like this? And it's so, it's so rare. It's like spotting some, you know, rare iguana or something in the middle of the street, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's you why it gives... That, though, that you don't, that you yeah. don't ever find... No, it's re- it's really rare, and it's because most people are unwilling to, you know, take the time to learn it, and most people don't understand it. And if you start using it, then, you know, everyone that you ask opinions for, they give you their opinion, and they don't know jack shit about what they're talking about. And, and you almost need to be like an island if you use this. You don't talk to anyone except other direct response people. And, uh, you know, it's like uh, there there was a guy that, is funny because this used to happen on bulletin boards where people would like talk crap about, you know, my marketing stuff that were never clients, you know, so they, they, they could, people, you can't find legitimate dirt on me on the internet. I mean, there might be people that if you really search will be like, I don't like Joe Polish or whatever. It's rarely right. to find someone that's like, I bought his stuff or I used his strategies and they don't work, you know, and, and if you find any mm-hmm. of that, uh, it's it's they didn't do it the way that we teach it. I mean, same thing could be said about you. So someone actually posted yeah. on 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 Facebook. You know, if we had more time, I'd read the entire thread because it's really quite funny. But this guy posted on a uh, you know a page on Facebook, and all of these clients of mine came to. I mean, they basically came to my defense, and they also kind uh-huh. of attacked him because he was talking shit about me. And, I mean, it was just really good responses, not based on, oh, I really like Joe and you shouldn't talk shit about him. It's like, no, I've been using Joe's stuff and here's what it did for me. It changed my life. It did this. And and the guy was trying to make the claim that using, like, a warning ad is a fear tactic. And it's like, well, it depends how you use it. No, it's an attention-grabbing tactic. And if if you say warning, you know, don't call any carpet cleaners till you listen to this free recorded message, you can say, oh, well, you're, you're well, like, what what are, you, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to advertise so you can build everyone else's thing? And if you offer really legitimate information in a non-threatening way and you guarantee your work and you do all the stuff that I teach, I mean, like, you're just going to be better. You're going to have a better, more compelling message and, you know, why wouldn't you say that? Because there's a lot of bait-and-switch carpet cleaners out there, and people need to be warned of what is the right way and what is the wrong way to hire a dentist or a carpet cleaner or an attorney or a web development company or whatever. But that's only one out of thousands of different, you know, things that that, that I teach as an example and that you teach. But, yeah. like, people just they, they just need to, you know, they need to ignore all of the anti-direct response messaging that's out there because it always comes from people that have never tried it, don't know anything about it, but have tons of opinions on it. I mean, I've said this before, and you've heard it before. If 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 someone needed brain surgery and they were going to a brain surgeon and, and they wouldn't start telling him different ways that he should do brain surgery, but they do it to marketers all the time. You know, they'll tell you, oh, what doesn't work, what you know, that sort of thing, from people that have never even read a single book on marketing. I mean, me and you have put in just as much time and just as much money into our marketing education as literally like a brain surgeon has put into learning brain surgery. Oh, yeah. It's it's literally that much Maybe more. But people, you know, someone listening to this podcast, they will, you know, if they're brand new, 
they will still take advice from their brother-in-law that you know doesn't mean he's a bad guy just he may not know jack shit about marketing though so it's it's one of the biggest things that learning direct response like really learning it and really really applying it does is not just teach you how to generate more business and better business and save a lot of time it actually it, it actually helps you from being an advertising victim it actually helps you from having the mindset that advertising is a bad thing because why should you advertise? I mean, there are people that are running around that don't have a favorable opinion on spending money on marketing because they think, oh, if you're really good, you should never have to market. Or they brag that they don't you know, ever have to generate business. Now, there's two reasons that would happen. There's more, but I'm going to give you the overarching ones. One is they're in a situation where they really have no competitors. They're either enormously innovative or they're enormously lucky where they don't have any major competitors and they do a really good job, you know, that sort of thing, and people refer them. Sometimes it's a monopoly and you could suck, but there's no one else in town, like, you know, you're the only electric company or something along those lines. So that's one situation. The other is they actually do have marketing, and the marketing is word of mouth. They do a really good job, yeah. and other people tell them about it. And now, and that's great yeah. if you're if you're set with that and you're, you're you know, because why advertise or market if you can't even keep up with servicing all the clients you got? However, assuming you want to build and grow, you know, marketing and advertising is the quickest, most efficient way to do it if you know how to do it effectively. And so that's that's the whole key. And when when you learn this, it gives you an incredible advantage. And the other thing I'll say too, just like me and you have made our living helping other people in industries that we mastered and used to be in, in my case carpet cleaning is where I started in your case, um, you know, real estate and now, you know, in my world of book authors and speakers and coaches, you know, running Genius Network you know, I very much have expertise in, in that niche and that sort of thing. When people learn how to effectively transform their own situation, all the people that are in the same situation that you were in or are in can really learn from all the recipes that you can teach those people, and it gives you another opportunity to, to be enormously helpful. So I just want to say that, and we should probably wrap up this episode because I think we kind of covered okay. it, and we, we could probably do another uh, but anything else you want to say? And I want to make a movie recommendation before we uh, before we call it quits. For oh, I love I love the movie recommendations. Um, no, this is a. Um, it's I always love this uh, this episode. I always love the yellow pages roulette, just because it, it does help us to articulate the thinking behind how we actually approach things. And I'm just I'm just realizing. Man, if somebody is in the business of helping, you know, local companies and local marketing, I, I mean, I'm just looking through the yellow pages and you just realize, man, there are so many people that need help. So many businesses just are competing to get the attention of all of their uh, best clients and they just don't know what to do? There's no evidence of it. There's no evidence that anybody's out here helping them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? People, people, uh, you know, people that get help are the ones that seek it, and uh, and sometimes it finds them. But you know, uh, when the yeah. when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And there's, you know, teachers everywhere if you're willing to uh, 
look, but, you know, as Gary Halbert would say, the most expensive information in the world is bad information. So there's a lot of people that are just being, you know, given really bad information. And, you know, so hopefully hopefully everyone's finding this in, very useful in, in their, more than anything, they're applying it. All right, so that being said, the movie I wanted to recommend yeah, uh, get on DVD is America, Imagine the World Without Her. And this is based on the book by, um, uh, I think, I, I can never pronounce his name right, but uh, Dinesh uh, De Souza, uh, D-I-N-E-S-H-D, uh-huh. his last name, D-apostrophe-S-O-U-Z-A. Uh, but it's uh, America. Imagine, imagine the world without her. It, it's, it's, a really, it's a really interesting take on history and how the way history has been presented is not quite accurate. Um, watch it. I'd be curious if you do watch the movie. Put a comment at I love. Can I watch it online somewhere? I'm sure you is, can. Is, is it on iTunes or uh, Netflix or? Uh, you know, I don't know. I actually had the DVD that I got at Costco, but I'm sure it is. Um, yeah, I'm sure you can find it on iTunes and all that jazz. Uh, but if not, order the DVD. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll like it. And uh, so I recommend watching that. And then, what else? Uh, subscribe to I Love Marketing. If you happen to be new to this and you stumbled ac- across this episode, there are a hundred and uh, close to 80, 190 more at the time we're recording this one that are on all kinds of different subjects. So go ahead and listen to those. we got a lot of really good uh, interviews coming up and bonuses and that sort of thing. So share this with uh, – you know, any smart entrepreneur, um, if you are a really high-level person and want exposure to the best minds on the planet in building and growing a business and people that are industry transformers, uh, check out my Genius Network annual event at GeniusNetworkEvents.com. You can see some of the world's greatest entrepreneurs that will be speaking at this year's event, including Tony Robbins and Dan Sullivan and Peter Diamandis and John Paul DeJoria and Harvey McKay and Frank Kern and Larry Wingett and on and on and on and on. Uh, and then Dean, on and on. Dean does uh, these really cool uh, breakthrough blueprints. How do they find out about that, Dean? Perfect. Uh, at BreakthroughDNA.com or they can send me an email at Dean at Dean Jackson. Dot com. I've got a couple of events coming up here in Orlando at the end of uh, February and in March. So love for you to join us. We spend three days just going deep, just like this, applying the eight profit activators to your business. So I'd love yep. to spend some time with people. And me and Dean are probably going to put together a program or a, 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 a dual event here at some time in the future because so many people have been requesting that, and we'll, you know, we're, we're, we're in conversation about it. So that's kind of where we're at. So until the next episode, of I love marketing. Uh, do some uh, do some yellow pages roulette as a test, and take what you learned here and. Uh, Make it happen and make some money and let us know how it's helping in your business. And we will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you.